This episode of the Exploration Radio podcast was made possible through sponsorship by the AIG, the Australian Institute of Geoscientists. To learn more about the AIG, the programs it supports, or to become a member, please go to aig.org.au. Welcome to Exploration Radio. I'm your host, Ahmad. At the end of all of our interviews, Steve and I always ask our guests two questions. What is something they think that needs to live or be maintained in our industry at all costs? And what is something that needs to die or be jettisoned out of our industry? We thought it would be interesting to put together some of the responses we received to those two questions over the years. So on this episode of Ideas That Must, we are joined by Justin Starsky, Michelle Ash, Salim Ali, Mary Poulton, Marcus Lake, Michelle Carey, and Samantha Copeland. Let's find out what they had to say. When it comes to mining or the resources industry, what is something that you think needs to die? It can be an idea, a concept, a behavior, something that you think we should jettison out of the industry. I think that the challenge of Venture Prizes is they are built at solving particular problems. Justin Starsky. So they optimize around things. Mm -hmm. And that optimization is good and what they should do. That would be fine if the environment in which they operated was static but no one's environment is static. So the challenge for organizations, for people, for companies, for all of these entities is to learn, assess, optimize while having some part of your being open to things being different. How do we scan for conditions changing such that we need to reassess and act not from the well-honed organizational instincts that we've built, but from new, new things. Things have changed, got to change along with them. How do we cultivate yep. both of those at the same time? I mean, I think for me, the industry's greatest strength is also its greatest weakness. Michelle Ash. And that's the same with all of us. The mining industry's greatest strength is when things are going wrong, the plan is changing and, you know, things aren't working. We come up with a plan, we make it happen and we still achieve the results. And that's what we've been great at as an industry. On the greatest weakness side of that is that it can mean that we don't want to do something until we've already seen it done. You know, so how do you come up with these plans and, and make things work even when they might be sort of not working? It's because we implement things that we've done before and we know that that's worked and this idea around needing to see something implemented before we can sort of absolutely know that it's it's the right way to go and maybe even see it implemented 10 or 20 or 30 times before we're comfortable with it that is now retarding our progress um, and our speed to change and, and I think related to that is you know I think we use the word never sometimes a little more often and I certainly know whenever I've used the word never I have always been wrong um I think the, the strength of the weakness, I, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, like we, as an industry, would not have been able to accomplish the things we, we have done considering the remote places we work in, the technology development that we've had, the way we work now, if we didn't have this tunnel vision focus or this insular focus on getting things done. But that's also, I think, our biggest weakness. Yeah. 
Well, I think within the industry, the sense that they have an exceptionalism Salim Ali. around being a sector which is able to provide a resource that no one else can provide and hence has to just focus on the primary extraction process. That needs to go. Of course, mining and extraction from the earth is important. Ultimately, mining companies should consider themselves as material service providers. What is something that you think we should maintain at all costs? Something yeah. that's fundamental to our DNA. Yeah. Mary Poulton. I think that we should remember that what we do in mining is about people and not about the rocks. Uh, not about the stuff that we produce out of the processing plant. At, at the end of the day, everything we do is fundamentally about people. We live in a world of people, mate. And that's when I listen to Mark Bennett in your initial episodes. That was his ongoing theme, people skills. Marcus Lake. Yeah, machines are coming, AI is coming, it's all coming. It's here, it's now, it's going to happen in our lifetime, it's happening now, but people are still going to be here. So shouldn't we go through a period of just wonderment that we're going to become augmentedly better? Now there is, there's just the promise of an explosion of extra skills that you don't currently have. I mean, we're at that tipping point that's just why it's so much hesitancy in businesses to adopt it because we're at that the very early stages of it and it's going to happen no matter what as we've said today right i mean and that's why everyone's worried about it what's going to happen to my job what's going to happen to me but you know it's happening no matter what we do hopefully we accept it faster but people make that change you and i make that decision not a machine I think one of the things that I've always loved about the mining industry, people being part of the mining industry as being fundamental. Michelle Ash. And us being collaborative and problem solvers and working together. I think that is something we should never lose sight of. You know, our industry is a people industry, whether it is the impacts that we have on our communities, whether it's the impacts we have on our governments, um, or whether it be the people within our organisation or even the, the wider group of people that we partner with and solve problems with. You know, I, I think we should never forget our humanity and we should never forget as well that we are an industry who builds countries builds communities. I always reflect on the fact that, you know, Australia, its real big kicker as a country came when we found gold. What do you think we need to keep from the past? I think it's the, the romance of exploration geology. Michelle Carey. As I said, I think people have taken it on in the past we say because of campfires and spam, but I think really it's because we're people who really love geology and understanding how the earth works. We will always need people with that passion to make this work, no matter what technology we use to help us. I think that sense of wonder, of being willing to go to the most daunting frontiers. Salim Ali to look for resources that should be maintained. But I would urge the, the industry to think of frontiers, not just in terms of, you know, distant lands and asteroids, but also think about exploring urban frontiers, product frontiers, and thinking in terms of a circular economy. But that is a, an amazing attribute of miners, that they have that courage, that conviction to take high risks. And that's something to be cherished. I think not many industries have that level of risk tolerance and a sense of adventure and exploration. 
One of the things that I've been impressed with is uh, a bit of a spirit of discovery. Justin Starsky. And I, I was, you know, new to the industry, did a bit of reading and discovered how much spirit of discovery and entrepreneurial activity there was in the beginning of industry, right? The, the mm -hmm. genesis of industry uh, often was based on people going out and giving it a try, having a hunch, testing some hypotheses, and then trying hard to build a business and create value, right? Yeah, obviously some other stories out there that aren't, aren't so rosy, I'm picking out the features that I like. But I think that we probably shouldn't lose sight of the fact that what we do is valuable, right? All mm -hmm. great human endeavor comes from taking material, mass, and energy and combining them in ways that free us up from the things that uh, held us down so we can move up Maslow's hierarchy and, and accomplish wonderful things, right? And we are in the resources sector at the best of times engaged in just that. Like we need to think about how in the spirit of discovery, we can be better stewards of the world around us, that we can use the material and energy that we've got to create better outcomes and be deliberate about that and celebrate that as opposed to shying away from it or trivializing it. What is an idea that you think needs to die in science? The solitary genius making a discovery. Samantha Copeland. Even if the original observation was a eureka moment and did impact a single person at that time, it still takes a, a community to make a scientific discovery. That ideal of being so smart that you're going to make the discovery all on your own, I think is a bad ideal to pass on to young scientists. And uh, I think they'll all do better if other ideals are promoted <laughs> instead. I think that's a great one. And conversely, what's an idea that you think we should maintain in science at all costs? <sighs> um, that uncertainty is okay. That, that it's okay Perfect. to be uncertain and, uh, and that that's an inherent fact about the world. And that's not just in science, but an idea we have about science as well. I guess that, that would be a second thing I want to abolish about science is the idea that, you know, we can have certain projections that we're going to one day have enough data to explain everything about the world. It's always going to be perspectival. And so your individual perspective is not a reflection of your lack of knowledge, but is rather your essential contribution to the pool of knowledge that's out there. I think that's a pretty good spot to end on. This episode of Exploration Radio is also sponsored by the Minerals Council of Australia. Find out why there's more to Australian mining and join the Friends of Australian Mining supporter network by visiting minerals.org.au. That's minerals.org.au. This episode of Exploration Radio was brought to you by Ahmad Salim and Steve Bersford, with help from Sean Jeffrey and many others over the years. Ultimately, this episode was made possible by all the wonderful guests that have taken time out of their busy schedules to sit down and explore with us. If you'd like to know more about Exploration Radio or listen to the full episodes with many of these guests, then you can find us on our website at explorationradio.com or you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. Until next time, let's explore.